Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. What if payment looked this good? And your tips looked even better. Better yet, what if you could do it all by phone? Norm, payment by text for small businesses. Barbers, stylists, massage therapists, facialists, you name it. Available now for everyone on Schedulicity. Norm, the modern way to pay. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and today Tony isn't able to meet. Uh, well, he wasn't able to be here, but uh, but we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about hair love. And uh, if you guys have read any of the posts that I did about hair love, we um, we talked about how friendships were made. So um, I'm really honored to uh, to to. Uh, to welcome to uh, our podcast, uh, Miss Lindsay Smith, who, um, if you if you kind of read our stories and stuff, she she was my rock buddy. She was uh, she was the the lady that I uh, I climbed Angel's Landing with, and uh, and in my post I said, you know, we were we were strangers walking up, but we were best friends coming down, and and that was uh, that kind of like talks about the entire experience about what hair love was about, and we also have Elizabeth Fay on, but I want to bring Lindsay in. Lindsay's going to kind of talk about who she is and what she does, and 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 all that stuff. Lindsay Smith, welcome to the uh, podcast. Hi, Corey. I am so excited to be on um, as a big fan of Hair Distry. Meeting both you and Tony was was amazing, but I feel like, like you expressed, it was, we, we truly did hike a mountain as strangers and we got to talk and connect and share stories. And you helped me more times than I could probably count, grab my footing and make sure I wasn't, you know, going too far one way or the other. So, you know, you know, what's funny about that is that, um, after I posted about angels landing, one of my friends, uh, uh commented and said, um, one of my friends climbed it and they saw like Jack Johnson's whole family there. And I commented, and I said, if Jack Johnson wasn't sitting on my toes, I didn't see him because, mm-hmm. because I never looked up past my footing. And my, <laughs> and I don't know how you saw anybody, you know? Yep. It was definitely, it was an intense hike. And I, we kind of talked about how fitting it is to kind of kick off hair love with that experience, because it really does stretch you outside of your day-to-day comfort zone. And you're with somebody that you may not know directly. And so it, it forces that conversation. And then that connection comes so quickly and easily. So truly by the time we were down eating lunch, we were friends sharing pickles. So <laughs> we were friends sharing pickles. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm not going to tell you, you know, we, we won't tell Elizabeth, but we were the ones that missed the bus. So, uh, they had to, uh, they had to send somebody else, uh, out to get us. So, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it was funny because the night before they were like, don't miss the bus. Don't, but you know, Lindsay and I, we missed the bus and we got to share, uh, we got to share, uh, pickles together. So, uh, that, 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 that was pretty awesome. Yeah, dude, it was, it was, it was a, it was a very challenging climb and, and to your point and being, I was in the military, so I had kind of I've experienced boot camp and I've experienced all that, and it kind of not in a scary kind of way, but 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 you realize during boot camp that you must struggle to bond, 
you know, or certainly if you're going to bond a group, there, 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 there needs to be that struggle there. And when we were walking up, I mean, we just like, because at some point in the hike, you're only single file. So, you know, your partners are the ones that are in front of you and behind you. And, you know, we just happened to be next to each other when we got to that point of the hike. And I, I'm so very, very glad because the truth is, Lindsay, I don't think I'd make it to the top if, if, if I wasn't depending on you to kind of get me there. And that, that's the truth. Oh, I feel the same way. I think there were definitely a handful of times. I mean, when we, we were scaling the side with chains. So, you know, that's not, I have never been in a boot camp. <laughs> that's not yeah, my right. forte. So it definitely, I mean, I think it, we needed encouragement from each other and from other people. And then I will share too. I mean, you, you pushing forward, motivated and encouraged a few other people on the hike. And so by the time we got to the top, those people shortly followed and, and they had, thought about not going all the way. And so again, I think that's the, that connection that's formed from going outside of your comfort zone. I mean, that's the beauty of it. I think, I think that's the beauty of it. And, and I don't know why they called it a hike because it felt like the opposite of a hike. It definitely felt like a climb, you know, it, it was definitely like a mega challenge. And, and I, I encourage anybody that's listening um, to, uh, to Google, you know, Angels Landing in Zion National Park and, and, and kind of you listen. It was, it, it was, I feel like a badass because we're on the other side of Angel's Landing. I didn't feel like a badass going up, I'll admit that, but I certainly feel like a badass now that, that, now that it's a part of my history, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Once we were on the bus, on our way back, I felt like a badass. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I didn't feel so much like a badass because we were like an hour late, but you know, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Um, but Hey, so, um, so real quick, so, uh, kind of, uh, tell our listeners like who you are, what you do and all the very, very cool stuff that, um, that you're up to. Sure. Absolutely. So, um, my name is Lindsay Smith. I am from the Midwest. Originally, I grew up in Michigan. I moved to Chicago, um, 20 years old, started my career as a hairstylist, um, quickly transitioned within a few years, three or four years to being independent. And that pivot for me was very challenging. I felt like, um, it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of, um, isolation and, and concern about what my next steps would be. And I found it really challenging to find community network mentorship. Um, and so for me being in a major city, I kind of thought about growing up in a small town, how challenging it must be for other people in other parts of the country and the world who, who maybe don't have even as many people to find that. So if I struggled with it, it must be a struggle for, for others. So in 2015, 2016, I started doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching and helping other artists transition from being in a commission-based structure to being independent, self-employed. And I felt like even in those moments, the, the connection was so strong and what I would take away from those conversations benefited me and my business and it would benefit other people I, I was coaching. And so it really became clear to me that, that we needed space to all share together kind of collectively and, and independent beauty pros at the time was just, uh, meetups in Chicago, happy hours, trying to have, you know, conversations with other artists, but I felt like, um, being able to kind of create that and expand that virtually and digitally was, was the way that we could all connect wherever we were. And then of course, I feel like fear set in, I, I had, outlined everything with the platform. I had hired out all the design work. I had this traction going, but it felt like such a big idea. And so from 2018 to 2020, I sat on it and, and did very little. I was so uh, overwhelmed with the concept of kind of stretching this out. And then with the pandemic, it became so clear that it was time to shift my priorities into launching that or to let it go. It was kind of like a 
like a big fork for me of like, this is a good idea. It's needed. And if you're not going to do it, someone else should. So kind of like that, that moment of decision-making allowed me to step into that, um, in April, 2020. So we launched just over a year. Well, I guess it's a year and a half now. And, um, our community is a collective of solopreneurs in the beauty industry. So hairstylists, uh, makeup artists, barbers, estheticians, manicurists, anyone who really is navigating all the many hats that come with entrepreneurship. Um, we have independent coaches, we have independent educators. Um, so again, it's, it's just a really great way for us to connect, educate, mentor, uh, share resources. Um, yeah, it's been a big shift. So, so independent uh, beauty pros, that's, that's your Instagram handle. That's your, that's your website.com. And then you, you have a podcast yeah. as well. Yeah. The beauty solopreneur, we just launched it in July. So, um, closing out season one at the end of this month and coming into season two at the end of the year. Um, and that's been so much fun being able to connect with people in that way has been really special. And again, I mean, I think about, the, the different challenges that we all face. And when we get to talk about it on a podcast or even again, in person, hiking up a mountain, it, this, they're, they're so similar. There's so many similarities in our challenges. So it's a great way to share that. And you're doing something very, very cool that actually uh, our guest today, Elizabeth, is doing that, uh, that, that I'm not going to lie. I only say this with envy, but uh, what's going on? You, you like have a, like a, a van or like you're going to do some like content in a van or something? <laughs> I have a van. Yep. Um, you know, I feel like when I was in my 20s, I thought someday I would purchase like a very expensive vehicle and I never thought it would be like a high roof cargo van. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. But I, I did. I purchased a van in, in November 2020. Um, so in that kind of time period, we decided to move to Colorado. So I left the major city and I went to the mountains and it's been an amazing experience for me personally. And with that kind of the idea of traveling, the idea of connecting in a, in a different way has been at the forefront of my mind. And so when I saw the opportunity to create that connection with IBP and to put our podcast on the road and connect with other independent artists across the country. It was like a light bulb. It was like, well, of, of course, this is what we should do. This is how we should structure it. So we are, we are doing it uh, yeah. later this year. Tony and I have talked about doing it quite a bit and like, uh, I'll definitely be reaching out to both you and Elizabeth about how to do it and, and, and kind of how to like, how to navigate it. Right. Cause it seems like I'm going to be your independent beauty, like Vanner, you know, <laughs> we're going yes. to figure it out. It's actually interesting though. Like, on TikTok, especially like there's so many people like in the, in the van life world now, you know, and, and, you know, certainly we have someone in the industry with Quinn Gable, who, who she kind of like, you know, she, she's been on the road and it's like the most remarkable kind of like pictures you can see. And speaking of picture perfect, dude, so we met at hair love retreat and, and I know that, uh, my experience was, was absolutely, um, uh, I don't want to go as far as saying life changing because I think we need a little bit more perspective for that, but it certainly is career changing. And, you know, part of that career changes the people that you meet and the, and the things that you learn. Um, what's kind of been your experience? What, what, and now that we're a few weeks out of it, what's been your, uh, your takeaways? I, I would definitely say life changing. I think, I think of course career changing, but I feel like, um, one of the things that I had taken away was, was the capacity that we have to receive. And that's been something that I've personally been working on for a while, but to see so many opportunities, um, of where receiving can be so easy when it comes to even receiving support while hiking. Again, I'm going to kind of 
bring it back to that. But like, that's something that, um, as somebody who is a little bit more independent, I, it's hard for me sometimes to receive and be open to that. And I think that was my biggest personal takeaway is that like, look at, if you open yourself up to receive, watch how many times it will come easily. Watch how many times you can feel secure and safe in receiving support, help, assistance, um, anything, you know, it just, it really, that for me was something I will never not look back on as a moment in my life of like, wow, that really helped me open my eyes up in, in that specific direction. And of course that ripple effect comes through professionally too. So of course that, that means being able to receive, um, you know, friendships, relationships, connections, like all of that of course comes with it, um, professionally, but I think it was, it was life-changing. Well, I mean, let's talk about the proverbial like a mountaintop or, or, or the proverbial like landing as you, as it is. But, you know, yes, you probably would have uh, you probably would have gotten there by yourself. But it, but it certainly is a lot more. It's a lot easier when, when you have somebody, you know, helping you along, um, whether it's like, you know, many times we grab wrist to wrist to just kind of support each other's weight um, in the climb. Or if it's just the uh, just the you can do it kind of like conversations, which we had a lot of um, during that climb. But but once you get to the top two, like it's so much more satisfying knowing that 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 that, that you brought you literally brought me to the top. So it's it, it, and it, it feels good when you can kind of be that conduit to somebody else as well, and you can celebrate it together. You know, so you know, being it, it's nice to have a team, even if you're independently minded. Yeah. And that's something we, I like preach that within our platform all the time. I, I constantly am talking about how we can go further, faster together. That's like a whole thing. And it's, it was really interesting to kind of see how, even in my own, my own personal ways, how sometimes I don't apply that to myself. And then being in a, in a scenario for five days where I had to constantly put me, put myself in that situation, like together, we go further together, we go further. So again, whether it's figuratively, literally, it, it all comes back to that, that community and how important it is, even as an independent artist and independent person, it's still important to have support. You know, it's funny that I've noticed, um, and, and I'm actually interested to get Elizabeth's take on it, but, um, but when you hear people use mantras or, or mantras to, you know, for your life, it's really just their own mantra. They're just sharing their own mantra, and it's the things that they struggle with. But sometimes it's it's stated or it's structured in a way like this is what needs to be done. But it's really just coaching yourself on like this is what I need to be, you know, this is what I have to do. You know, it, it's a at least that's that's what I've kind of experienced. Like certainly when I'm putting stuff out or when other people are putting stuff out, it's, it's more about coaching myself up a little bit. You know? Yeah. For sure. And I think that like even hearing some of the mantras that were shared from keynote speakers or from other people in attendance, like so many of those statements have stuck with me. And it's something that, again, I think it, it's taking uh, receiving, receiving somebody else's mantra, motivation, whatever, and then adopting it and trying it on, seeing if it fits in your life. Mm -hmm. And then that can kind of be rearticulated to someone else who maybe struggles in that same capacity. So again, it's like that ripple. And, 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 and Elizabeth preached in her openings, um, her opening keynote that, um, to make space for this, right? So it's about making space for, for all of that stuff. All right, dude. So um, a little backstory. We had Elizabeth Faye. Tony, I had Elizabeth Faye on um, back in 2018. I think it was June 2018. And she was uh, she had she had done one hair love retreat and um, 
she she sat down at our table and she was kind of telling us about Hair Love Retreat. And I don't know necessarily if it had caught the momentum yet. She'd kind of done one, but she was working on the momentum. And, you know, Tony and I being like the old, like uh, the old cynical bastards that we are, you know, you, you, you kind of, when somebody's 26 years old and they're telling, they're talking about changing the world, you know, it seems like a lot of people at 26 talk about changing the world. You feel me? But, um... But it's it's rare that we actually get to watch somebody, you know, at least attempt to change the world. Um, and, and to sit here three years later and to just see everything that Elizabeth has done for our industry um, at a time when I think we needed we, we've needed change. We we've needed the conversation, certainly from 2018 to, to 2021. We've needed the conversation to be about us that work behind the chair. You know, it, it, it's the conversation should no longer be narrated for or. I don't know if that's the right word, but they should know. But it, it's it's not the brands, it's not the big companies that should narrate who we are, and 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 I think Elizabeth has made space for us as as individual hairdressers um, or independent or you know just the, those of us that work behind the chair. It's given us a voice again, and and I think Elizabeth is just such a huge part of that messaging. You know, um, I'm just I love this girl more than more than she'll ever know. But um, but uh, yeah, should we bring her in? Yeah, absolutely. Miss, 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 uh, the unicorn, as I called her in our post, Miss Elizabeth Fay, welcome to your day off. Hi, I love you both so much. I'm a big fan of both of you. Well, well th- thank you for, uh, for sitting around for 15 minutes as we, uh, talked about, uh, our, how awesome our experience was or what, what we, uh, you know, the, the, the short bit of what we got out of hair love, but dude, just from the entire energy and not from the entire industry from the, but for the entire people, for all the people that were there, just thank you for, um, for, for putting this on. And, and I, like I said, I just think it's just so needed in our industry. And, and, and I think it's really, really cool that, um, that you've created this space for, for us to be heard, seen, heard and loved. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> I received that. So good. So good. That was cool. So, uh, kind of like, well, let's let's start off with the challenge of what this was because I know that this was actually the third attempt at at Hair Love 2020, and it ended up being Hair Love 2021. So, you know, just kind of like walk that through, but also, yeah, yeah, just walk us through that, and then, uh, you know, I'll pick on you later. Yeah. Well, and I don't, I won't go too deep into it because it's probably not the most exciting story. But <laughs> we basically, I mean if you go back and listen to the podcast that I did with you guys, I share how this has been a passion project and I, I'm pretty sure something this wild couldn't start any other way. Now that I look back, I'm like, no one in their right mind is like, I have a good business idea. I'm going to take people in the middle of nowhere and make magic with all of these, you know, crazy things. And so, um, anyways, so with that, we were supposed to happen in spring of 2020, Obviously the pandemic happened, um, but something really beautiful came of it. I had an opportunity to reflect on everything I had been doing and feel into if it was still what I was supposed to be doing. This started so purpose-driven, so passion-driven, um, no big master plan of where it was going other than to like change lives. I had a large, um, female identifying community from four years of doing workshops around the nation heavily. So I'd like a big, a lot of our community is the same community and a lot of it's grown. And, um, 
So when everything shut down, I mean, being in the beauty industry, we all got shut down and being in events, it was actually just like hairdressers, it was illegal to do them. Right. And so I had to really be like, is this what I want to do with my life? Cause this is about to get really fucking hard. And, you know, and I'm sure as hairstylists, salon owners, educators, whatever you do in that realm, you probably had a moment like that as well. Um, So I, you know, I had to sit on that and I always told my team, I went to the depths of hell and back. I came back. I still love what we do, but I just had to like check in on my soul and sit with the fact of like, do I still want to do this? Is this still, you know, is this worth what we're about to go through with the pandemic? And I came back with the conclusion that our community was actually built for this. And that at a time like this, you know, people need hairdressers more than ever because of what they do, right? They make people feel heard, seen, and loved, that human connection. You know, we live in the communication digital age, but we're we're really not so connected. And so um, hairstylists are more important than ever. And hairstylists need a space like this more than ever. So I was like, yeah, we are fucking built for this. Let's go. And birthed digital events for us, digital retreats. We did a total of 11 last year. Most of them were completely free. We had never done them before, but we had a we had an online platform and a digital event, and we kind of just brainstormed what would gamify this experience, what would escape to learn this experience digitally. And we served hard and it was the coolest, raddest thing. I'm talking people, thousands and thousands of people around the world in their living rooms, unsure of what the future held, dancing, having hair love cocktails, crying, making intentions, working on their business, focusing on their families. They're pulling their doll heads out, decorating their living rooms to make them sacred spaces. And it was one of the coolest experiences of my life to see people at 4 a.m. in Germany staying up with us and islands around the world or different continents or Canada or the US and COVID bonded us all, right? We're all going, it's like the ultimate trauma bond. Like we are all going through this together. And it was such a human thing. You know, everyone is in pain. And one of my breathwork teachers I actually just got back from a breathwork experience for four days. He said, you know, we all relate in our pain. All humans go through pain. And it's a, it's a point that we can all be like, I know what it feels like to be in pain. Right. And we all were there and to watch people lift each other up and come together and educators donate their time and brands donate. I mean, tens of thousands of product and just things we were able to give back was one of the coolest experiences of my life. And the whole time I was like, even if this company was only to get this far, like this was worth it. This was really cool. And So that's what happened. And we moved our event to fall being the hopeful unicorn. I am, I'm like, the world will be fine by fall. The world was definitely not fine by fall. Um, so then, you know, we had planned it for spring. We replanned it for fall and then we moved it to fall of, you know, this last year, 2021. So that was our third planning and our team really, really rocked it out. And, you know, from a business side, we had to get really creative to be in existence and to continue to serve, especially to serve so freely on such a big level. Like it's not free for us to do these events, right? Uh, The digital event, I mean, any of them and an entire section of our business was wiped out. And so my team it was just really cool to see the team come together on our back end and maybe like, okay, you guys need to take care of the community, take care of the retreaters. And I need to take care of the business to serve in other ways that let us serve in all these other ways. 
Um, and we did it. And it's the same thing, you know, our coaching clients did. They were like, what can we do? How can we sell shampoo? How can we do digital consultations? Like it's the same thing. Right. And so it was a cool thing to be in community with my clients, watch them do it, watch us do it, watch my friends do it. And, um, yeah, we got to do the retreat. We were very, very grateful to be back in real life. And, um, I think we've all learned a lot and I'm grateful for the community it's grown and I'm grateful for the type of entrepreneur I have become through the pain of this pandemic. It has prepared me to build something that will last a lifetime. So that's amazing. I was sitting right here with a girlfriend, sipping champagne, watching hair, love retreat digitally. It was the coolest digital experience. It was so much fun to be able to, again, like you said, in that in that chapter of the pandemic, it was dark. It was a it was a difficult time, and and we didn't know how much longer this would be going on for. It felt really heavy, and so having community in that way was it was like a light for all of us in that moment. Yeah, it was for us too. It was really cool and. You know, I think it just proves like how innovative we can all get in our own businesses and how creative and, and like how much we're all like tribal beings. Like we all need each other. Like I love, you know, I love what you're doing, Lindsay. Like I'm a big independent beauty pros fan. And I think what you're doing is so important on like a global level, as far as independent beauty pros, because we are tribal beings. We need each other. We heal together. We grow together. Like community is life. Belonging is so important. Yeah, so important. Well, uh, uh, one, uh, thank you for going to the depths of hell to uh, to decide that we, you're going to keep going. We're, you're going to keep doing this because, um, because there's just so much to uh, there's just so much to gain from 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 what you're doing, Elizabeth. And and I, again, just thank you so much. And you know, it's, it's funny. Like every weekend, like you see the pictures from these hair shows and stuff, and everybody gets a little bit of FOMO, but there is no FOMO like hair love retreat. <laughs> Seriously, yes. The number of DMs from from people that were like, oh, I wish I would have come. I wish I would have gotten a ticket. I wish I would have, like so many messages about people that wish they were there. And now so many people reaching out saying, are you going to be there next year? I'm I'm going, I bought a ticket. Like it is like the epitome of hairstylist FOMO (laughs) for sure. It's so amazing to see. And, and I can't articulate enough, like what I saw from previous retreats online, from images, from friends, it, it doesn't even compare to the actual reality. So like, if you're feeling that FOMO from photos, like once you're there, you'll never not be there. It's just the coolest, it's the coolest experience. Yeah. Like, like a photograph, like to, to experience it from the outside is, is two dimensional. You know, like, like you have to be there to get the like the the 4D experience, the experience of uh, of meeting. new. Uh, let me let me make an observation, especially being one of the very, very few guys that were there. Like Saturday <laughs> when everybody's checking in, like everybody's like hair show ready, you know, hair's done and they're wearing the shoes and they're wearing the, the thing. And like we're all pretty for each other. Yeah. Midday Sunday. All that was gone. It was, yes. it was ponytails and no makeup. And, 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 and everybody's like in not quite sweatpants. But you know, just like total like yoga wear. I think yoga wear is fine. To, is, yeah, is oh, fair yeah. To say, right. Like everybody, and all that's gone. All that stuff is gone. And and 
frankly, that's the experience, right? Yeah. It, that's what it's supposed to be about because once you get to your raw itself is when you're is when you're most open to learn. And when everybody's on the same playing field as far as like ponytails, no makeup and yoga pants, then, yep. then now, now you can really learn. And it's not about how somebody's looking at you or how you feel or, you know, the ideas that you feel in your best position. And I guess our best position is in yoga pants. I haven't tried a pair on, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure to. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very that's disappointed. like a pandemic thing. We can all kind of agree that moving forward, yoga pants are a staple for, life. for our life. life. <laughs> yoga pants are life. Yes, I know. Oh, I've, ne- I've never worn yoga pants, but I'm sure we could see Derek <laughs> in a pair of yoga pants because uh, I'm sending you. I, we will create hair love yoga pants for you and I will send them to you. Stop it. <laughs> That would, be, that would be epic. We've literally, we've thought about making him for fun for the retreat. So I'm making one just for you. Just for Perfect. you. A hairdistry special. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so honored. That's so cool. So uh, Elizabeth, I want to, uh, I want to talk about your relationships and, and how cool it is. And, um, you know, obviously you have great relationships with Redkin and you have great uh, relationships with Alpha Parf and Schedulicity and, and, and all the brand support that you got. But, but what's really unique about it. And, and listen, Tony and I are in a really unique situation because we get to hang out. We get to hang out with a lot of people that were there a lot. You know, we, we get our Sam Via time. We get our Olivia time. We get our Lisa time. We get our Kia time, you know. Um, and for us, it, it, well, for the retreaters, it's really cool to kind of be able to hang out with these people that you see on social media and these people that you get to see on stage. But you get to hang out with them not as artists, but as just co-campers. You totally. Know? And, 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 and. Kind of tell us about like your your relate your artist relationships and, and and the people that 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 came in to to join us for the week. Yeah, so it's funny. Derek and I were actually we were talking about this over the weekend, um, and, and this will come full circle. So we are Derek wants to become a well, he not wants to. He became a practitioner for this type of breath work that has been very transformative in our lives. And this will come full circle to your question. So we both just went through this practitioner trainer, you know, deal. We do breath work at our retreats, but we were talking about the full circleness of the guidance in your life. And if you've heard one of my talks, I talk about our life as a star map and how, if you connect the dots, it's like, holy shit, that constellation makes so much sense. Right. And we were laughing about literally like, oh my God, if you didn't go here, you wouldn't have met Jerry. You wouldn't have had this friend. If you like just crazy moments throughout our life. And we're taking this back. Like 10 years ago before I even knew Derek. And I'm talking about all my artist friend relationships. Like Lacey and I used to be single moms. My very first digital education platform, I was beauty by Elizabeth Faye. I ran a blog for mommies with beauty stuff. And I tried to launch a product called beauty school for the everyday ordinary girl. And it was this full e-course to teach our clients how to do their hair. Long story short, it would probably do really good now. It didn't do good at all. I paid to have booths at these like pinner conferences. And I met Lacey there because my booth was sucking so badly. I was like speaking on stage, trying to teach women how to like do ponytails and curls. I was like, Hey, I do extensions. I'm a hairstylist. Let me help you. Your booth seems to be actually getting traction. So me and Lacey became friends and I'm helping her for free. And that's years ago, like years and years and years before hair love Lacey's company was not even, it was like out of her basement. She had a studio salon, like, you know, things were like much smaller And I just helped her for free. And then we stayed in contact and all of the people in this business 
literally I have funny stories with like that from years and years ago. And I think like relationships are everything, not just for your business, like not just from a monetary standpoint, but like from a purpose standpoint, from a, they allow you to expand. Like we are all resources and energies to each other that help each other lift up. And so I have crazy stories with all of these people that before my first hair love, I was able to call a caterer and a event planner and someone who had a property because I did bridal hair for years. So I had all these like random resources. And then I called all my friends and was like, I got a wild idea. I want to do some yoga with my dad out by my house in (laughs) Zion. And will you teach this? Like I called on my network and my people and I called my people who I'd been teaching for years and was like, do you want to do girls camp, you know? And so those are the relationships. They're not, and not that you can't slide into a DM, but like if you slide into a DM, slide in with the intention of building a friendship, of supporting someone, of how can we be collaborative together? You know, like, can you be on, like, if I'm going to slide into your DM, maybe I'm asking you to share your story on my podcast. I'm not asking to be on yours. Like that kind of intention of how can I serve? And those are the relationships. And now we are very, very curated with the speakers we bring, um, whether it's through a brand or through us that, that serves like the community's always, always, always first. Like we ask the community what they want. Like the community is hair love. Like there is no hair love without the community. And so it's, what do you want? What do you need? What's going to serve your soul and who are the people who are in service to that? And it just comes together really uniquely and not that, I mean, it always just works out really good, but that's kind of how those relationships go, I guess. I love that focus on like, how can you show up for someone else? Like, like it's like giving to someone else to build that connection as opposed to like, what can I gain? What can I get out of the dynamic? And I think no matter what the situation is or the circumstances, like it doesn't have to be as extreme as going to the middle of nowhere, even in day to day, like you said, sliding into somebody's DM, like what can you show up with? What can you provide? What can you give back? And that's going to get you so much more of that connection, like out of the gate, people are, people want to see somebody else show up for them, you know, even if it's on a subconscious level. So that, that focus is what networking quote unquote is all about. It's showing up for someone else. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And it's, you know, Sam's quote, give other people what they need and you'll get what you want. And it's how can you, like, I grew up Mormon and so it's always service-based, right? Like, how can I serve you? How can I serve you? And that's such a hairstylist thing, right? How can I serve you today? Like is really what we're saying. And, um, I think just like you said, if you network like that, like you join, you know, independent beauty pros and you come in to just make friends, to just be of service, to just here are my gifts. How can we be in community together? Like, wow, what kind of things are open for you to receive and you to give? Like, you don't even know how cool it's going to be. Like you get to sit back in 10 years and go, holy shit, look at that star map, you know? So I think that was like, when you, when you were talking, I was thinking about our last night after the party and like sitting in the RV in our jams and like talking, like I, the next day text my boyfriend, like I'm going to look back on that conversation down the road. Like that conversation is, is going to impact me down the road. And like, again, it's, it was the most, random natural thing. There was no, there was no, nothing other than connection, but being able to kind of like trace that star map and look back at different moments and be like, man, that was, 
impactful. That connection mattered, that, that experience mattered where I was at that moment mattered, you know? Mm. Mm, So good. Tony and I talked afterwards, like, and actually uh, Olivia and I talked about it as well, but like the real magic of this thing happens in the in-between time, you know, yes, you're there. Yes. You're there to, to, to see like really great hair artists or you're there to see like really great, like stage conversation, but the magic happens, um, you know, when, when you get to sit down with somebody who you've never met before, once again, to go back to, uh, to what we talked about earlier, Lindsay, is that, you know, you, you enter this week as strangers and you live and you leave with a bunch of friends. You know, you, you, you have a ton of friends when you leave and, but, but that magic happens again, not, not all of us watching a, a presentation, but, but to, to, but, but to be able to leave that and, and dissect that. And I think that's why it's really important, Elizabeth, that we do camp together. I think it's really important that we do wake up together, that we do do yoga together because that gives that, it gives it that bond. It gives it that like, you know, climbing the mountain together kind of thing. And, and so many conversations happened, um, you know, over dinner or, or, or wherever, you know, even walking and even if it's not with Elizabeth, this was one, it's with one of the, uh, one of the great campers and totally. And, yeah. And, and people don't come for one person. They don't come for just mm-hmm. hair industry or just Olivia or just they people come for the hair love experience, you yeah. know? And it's like, you'll meet people you didn't even know you came for. And that's who you came for. And, and, and it's really cool to be there, especially again, as, as Tony, Tony and I representing the boys, me, Tony and Sam representing the boys there. <laughs> it, it was really cool to be like, these are like the baddest ass women in the industry. You know, and some of them you didn't even know of or know how badassery they were. Hence, <laughs> sitting here before, like before Hair Love, I didn't know how much of a badass she is. But, you know, coming out of Hair Love, I'm like, Lindsay's a badass, you know, and it, oh, it, yeah. it, was, it was really cool to hear everybody's story and to hear everybody's uh, uh, experience of how they got there or why they were there or who, who, who just they are in life. Mm, Yeah, there were so many little conversations, like side conversations, even waiting for a keynote speaker, you know, like I remember sitting and and having conversations, waiting for Brit to come on, waiting for the next artist to share. And in those conversations, connecting about maybe what we did throughout the day, I remember a really deep conversation about manifestation and how each of us have experienced manifestation in different ways. And like that conversation carried me through the next, you know, keynote speaker. So then I had that conversation on my brain and I could really hear some of the things Britt was sharing that were so monumental and specific in her journey. And so that those side conversations are a huge piece of it. And having that time in between each like structured event is where a lot of that connection comes from that then carries us through long past the five days that we're together. Mm. I love that. I want to make a a note about that for the stylist listening, if that's okay, Corey. Yeah, go. So here's the cool thing. Everything we're talking about, you guys can create in your businesses. Hair says we are community-based businesses. We are people-based businesses. We are literally tribal, right? Like we are people in community together. So take these things. How can you foster a salon experience that allows conversations to feel safe like that, to be open to those connections in your own chair, your own town, when you're going to other businesses, you guys take, even if you weren't at hair love, take that magical concept into your own towns. Like that's the ripple effect at hair love. We're like, yes, we're here, but hair love isn't a one event. We do tons of different events. They're all different. It's the community. It's the mission. That's what it is. So how can you bottle that up, take it into your own life? And one of the other things, so sit with that, 
right? How can I create that community in my own life day to day and have that magic outside of an event? And the other thing that Corey said, I want you to, I wrote it down. He talked about how the magic happens in the in-between moments. And so on the back end of Hair Love, we call it making room for the magic. So our team will look at our schedule and it's really hard to do because we want to pack it full, but we're like, how can we make more room? How can we make more space? Because we know in the space, things happen that we could never plan, right? And so how can you do that in your experiences in your salon? Like the time in between the colors or the clients talking with each other or what's, you know, what is that experience like for them? And how can you give that space for them to rest or to relax or to contemplate? Or, I mean, literally I hear a hairstylist pulling cards for their clients or journaling with them or bringing out snacks or just talking about their life with them. That's the magic of the hair It wasn't you putting the foil in. It was those connection points. And so take these things into your business. Yes. Yeah. I I will kind of echo on that. We, so I'm hosting my first in-person retreat and I I'm, it's very overwhelming and there's lots to think about, lots to plan, but I'm co-hosting with, with another woman. And after hair love, we removed two activities. There were two things we had talked about doing. And that was exactly why, because I felt like some of the, the special pieces are from the downtime and having that connection where attendees can be together and have their own conversations and take from whatever was talked about earlier in the day or whatever they're looking forward to in the evening and have that moment to kind of talk, connect, share, whatever. So I think that's a huge well done to you and to the team for really recognizing how important that is it for all of us to keep that connection. You know, it's, it's much different than a traditional learning process. It's really like in those moments that you're, you're absorbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't do it perfect, but we try every time we're like, we could have done less, we could have done less. And isn't that interesting? It's like less is more a lot mm-hmm. in your business, even with your foil placements, right? Less is typically more. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting thing to think of. How can I do more with less? Uh, my mantra out of this is make space for the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we, can, can we snap it out? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Beautiful well, share. I mean, I'll say this. And then do you remember the story I talked about choking the universe? Did I share that mm-hmm. at Hair Love? Yep. So I'll share it because it's about space. So I'm in Greece. It was June. Beautiful. I'll paint you a quick picture. Clear blue water, beautiful sun sky, eating fresh fish. I'm on this amazing boat with this tour guide and he's catching the fish, cooking the fish, has sea urchins, literally cutting them open with like a freaking sword. We're eating them out with like actual like shells off the beach, having this incredible experience. And one of the guys guiding the experience was very much like, we got to be back at this time. We got to be back. What time is it? What time is it? And the guy leading it, whose name was Teo, like imagine this like goddess Greek man with like long flowing hair, you know, the whole thing. (laughs) He's like, don't you feel like your obsession with your schedule is a little bit of an insecurity? And the guy was just quiet. He's like, um, what, what? Like, no one's ever said that to me. And he's like, don't you feel like your obsession with control? And I got to be here at four, five, six, like is a little bit of an insecurity. And my mind is already blown. I'm like witnessing this (laughs) and I'm like worshiping him like, yes. But, um, and he's like, you know, the universe is trying to take you somewhere and you keep on choking her. And that's like, you know, you're hosting that event, you're shoving it full of all this value, 
you're missing the magic of the space. Like where could that go? That is so much bigger than you. You're doing a hair service and you're trying to fill all the space with everything you have to say and all the value and proving to them all the products are worth it. Like what would happen if you just let something happen in the space without you doing anything? And so I love that. Like, don't choke the universe. She's trying to take you somewhere, right? Stop putting a kink in the cord, make space. And you can't even come up with like, when people are like, how'd you come up with this? I'm like, you can't come up with this shit. It just, it just will happen. You just have to follow the breadcrumbs and let it go to the next thing. And then it's like way better than anything your like logical mind could come up with. Right. All right. Two things. Oh, go ahead. No, no, Lynn's it's your floor. And then I'll, well, I'll come back. Uh, my, my comment is really, um, <laughs> I just need his phone number because I'm going to be in Greece in two weeks. And that <laughs> sounds like the kind of guide that I want to be uh, with. <laughs> yeah, you want to be with Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to meet Mateo. Uh, you know, Elizabeth, literally, when we were coming back down Angel's Landing, we, we kind of... Let me back up. As we're going up uh, Angel's Landing, I knew that we were going to be tight on time, right? We And Lindsay, you and I talked about it, and we were going to be tight on time. But I, I, I did not want... I had faith that Elizabeth would come and get us. You know? <laughs> I had faith that she would come and get us. And, and what I didn't want to do was to miss out a once-in-a-lifetime experience to catch a bus. Yeah. Because yep, there's, I completely there's no value agree. to that, you know? And if yep. we miss it, we miss it. And we did. Elizabeth, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to pay for the gas to come get us and all that good stuff. <laughs> I but, didn't even know about it. You're fine. Oh. <laughs> my team, I'm really my sorry team, for missing <laughs> My but, team doesn't tell me anything. They're like, don't tell her anything that went wrong until after. So I'm just uh-huh. like, everything's great. <laughs> but I want to like, like go deeper on that because honestly, like we worked so hard to get up there. Like we worked so hard hiking again it was a difficult hike and so then we're at the top and it we did have a moment of conversation around like oh our time we've got it's going to take estimated this much time to get back and there was kind of this like question do we you know do we just kind of like stand here for a few seconds great we did it check it off and go or do we kind of you know, just lean on the fact that we're together. We're, we're going to be fine. We'll find our way back. It'll be okay. And then we get to actually like sit together with the other people who are, who had made it to the top at that moment and like value our, our space there, value our connections there. And the fact that we pushed through feeling a little bit more uncomfortable and, and we made it, I think that's like, you know, and then we had a snack and some water, which again, also kind of important. Like, I feel like that was the whole process. That was the whole piece of it. And I just think about that in life. Like if you're always thinking about your time, the next thing, the next opportunity, the next, whatever it is, like you, you can really miss some of those really important, magical moments, especially when it comes to accomplishment. I think about artists in general who are hustling, going, 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 success, next steps, growing, expanding, Mm. and you're missing the celebration of, of what you've achieved and where you're at on the, on each level, you know? Mm. I want to talk about, I want to talk about Brittany Carmichael for a second. And, and, and we had a relationship prior to getting to, we, we did a bunch of podcasts with her and, 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 and what we're talking about, she gave me a win in life. And that was, um, I was, I was committed to on Sundays, I'm doing no cell phone Sundays, right? Because I go, 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 go all week. And I'm always on that. I'm always on that device, you know? And, um, and, and, and what I, what I, what Brittany gave me was that when that phone is down, it's no longer a part of you. 
right? So when it's away from you, it's no longer a part of you. Um, and, and, and with that, I go, you know what, I'm going to do no, no cell phone Sundays. And that way I can, I can, let me, let me back up a little bit. And just to say that, you know, when we started this podcast, when, 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 when we were, when we're working in the salon, you know, our families never asked for this. You know, we, we, we're, we're pushing this and, 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 and a lot of times, particularly like when we get back from a big show and we talked about, and every artist that travels a lot, you know, you get a lot of, uh, of post-show, like, like, blah, you get the, you get the post-show um, blahs and our family eats that. Right. Yep. They, 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 they get the worst parts of us. We, we, we interviewed a woman that was Miss America for a year and she said, you know, her biggest regret in the year that she traveled is that her family always got the worst of her, not the best of her. And, and, and so with that, I, I've made a commitment not to, uh, to have a no cell phone Sunday. Um, once again, thanks for Brittany, um, Carmichael's guidance, but back to Brittany, dude, I don't, I don't want to take away from anybody's experience, but from my observation, like she shined the brightest, coming out of, coming out of, um, out of hair love. Like, like it was really cool to watch. Like, I felt like, I felt like it was a, it was a weekend that validated everything that Brittany, what that Britt Carmichael was, has done. You know, it was, it yeah. was a very validating moment. And to, and, and I'm, I'm so happy that I knew her before because I got to watch that like flashlight illuminate on her, you know, and, and after she did her, um, her speak, I guess it was her, 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 her keynote, essentially after you got to watch, um, watch, I guess, I guess it was night two that we got to watch her speak and then to watch the entire community, like respond to her, you know, she was doing some readings. Matter of fact, it wasn't just that night. She probably did readings for everybody at, at the, at the camp at one point or another. And it was just, it was mega, mega cool to watch that happen. Did you, did you, Lindsay, did you have any experience where you saw someone like really like, like there was another person that I saw too, but we'll get into that later. Was there anybody there that you were like, oh, they're really shining right now? Yeah. Uh, yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to share my person in a second, but I want to come back to Brit. I was, I got to sit next to her when she pulled cards for Sam and that for her, like you could truly just see her like, like that validation again, that like what she's doing matters and to have somebody that she's looked up to for so long in her career and have him sit next to her and listen to her as she pulled cards and, and then take photos with her cards and want to share that with other people because it was so special to him. Like that was a freaking cool moment to be observing somebody like really own that magic. Not that she ever doesn't, I don't think, but really in that moment, it was so obvious. She had her, she had sparkles on her cheek and she, I mean, she just was truly like radiant coming from sharing so clearly, you know, everything in her experience. And it was, it was cool to see. Um, my person I would say was Shelby. I felt like Shelby was just, she was on fire. I felt like I connected to her in such a bigger way. And I've, we've been connected previously and I, I love her, but I felt like she really stepped into who she is, what she's doing and why it's important. And, and she talked about it in a really different way by like day four, day five, like she had a different, um, presence in her space. So cool. I think, um, I probably had 55 conversations with different people. And the, I mean, the transformations go from no one's ever cut my hair in a way I can wear it to I've been suicidal and I now know my will to live to, I am going to change this with my family to this is my new business idea. Like, I mean, the range is like 
the impact is huge and the range is just so wide, right? To speakers too. I mean, the conversations are amazing. And I think what is cool to take away from it and we can all learn from it was eyewitness when we follow, like we are all vessels for a purpose, right? And it's our job in this life to clear our vessel, to get good with our shit, right? To clear our shit, take care of ourselves so we can be of service to humanity, right? To other people. And it's, it's our job to be good and to follow our purpose because that's the ripple effect. That's what makes the world a better place, right? How do we change the world? We change ourselves. And then our impact is what changes our little world. And then those people change their little world, right? That's what makes the world a better place. And it's a beautiful experience to, to have vision, have purpose, do your own work, manifest something into reality. That's so big, so tangible, so awesome. And watch how that manifestation helps other people with their manifestations. Does that make sense? So like me having these conversations, me following my dream and my purpose and service just inspired how many people to do the same thing in their own lives. And that's the ripple effect. So when you use your voice, when you live in your truth, when you are authentic, when you heal yourself, when when you run your business in a way that's in line with your purpose, you're giving everyone else permission to do the same. And that's like the expansion of like, that's so cool. And I think that's, what's been the coolest thing for me is these stories are just one of many and to watch how many times they're going to do that for the people in their lives. Like, wow. Like we're all that big. We're all that powerful. We're all right. These beings that have higher purpose. And it's just being in the room with that many other people who are following their higher purpose is like the ultimate permission card to be like, I'm good. I can do this. I now I'm writing myself a permission slip to play out whatever it is that might be being home with your kids more. And that's living life to its fullest. It might be you know, not doing a certain type of client anymore. It might be opening a new business. It doesn't matter. It's your version of turning the volume up on your joy and your purpose. So it's it's cool. The winds are just so unique and so diverse. And all right, all right Lens, I'm going to put the camera on you a little bit. So, um, so after all that uh, Elizabeth just said, what was, uh, what, what was your, what was your takeaway that weekend? Well, so Elizabeth, Elizabeth's coached me on this before. So I have, these these have been Voxer messages in the past, but like, you're going to get what you need to get. That's like, to me, that's the takeaway all the time is like, you're going to get what you need. So just, just again, receive, 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 be in the space and then take what you're going to get. It's, you don't have to muscle your way through something. You don't have to, you know, force, your takeaway to be the same as someone else's it's it's whatever it is that you need is is going to show for you and i i mean you both know misty and sophia are my girls and i i love them so much and we had a whole conversation about the three of us being at such different chapters in our career and different spaces um in our lives and and each of us recognizing that at hair love, we're going to take away something different. That's for us individually, and it's not going to be the same. And that's, that's the cool thing about it is that we'll, we'll have these different takeaways, um, based on where we're at in our journey, professionally, personally, whatever we've got going on. Like Elizabeth said, like your, your future plans, the way the takeaways of how you're going to carry that ripple on are going to be different. And that's what makes it so special because now think of all of us as retreaters, if we each are taking away something different and then that creates a ripple in our community in our family in our friendships, our relationships, like think of that, like 
tenfold, twentyfold, a hundredfold. Like that's nuts to think about. Yeah, it really is mind blowing because that's the takeaway. It's going to be different for all of us, and then we get to implement those changes, those different pieces for other people in our lives, in our circle. Mm. Mm. Fuck yeah. I um I, I texted Elizabeth uh, shortly after, and I said that it, it it was a game changer for Tony and I because um it it was really weird, and I don't really know even know how to articulate it, but but Tony and I were there as Tony and Corey, and not as the podcast people, you know, mm-hmm. um which like if you kind of think of us as three different characters, you, we have the podcast that we do together, and then and then you have Tony and I as as individuals and as the same kind of right, um, but I, I told her I, I I texted Elizabeth and I thanked her very much because. Um, for years, we've been struggling about what we need to do next. You know, if if we can do the podcast forever, and that's awesome. But but we want to do more, and we want to do what's next. And and we found our next while we were there. And and, and what and we talked about having a a voice outside of the podcast for the industry. You know, we've we've learned so much stuff from the hundreds and hundreds of hours of conversations that we've had with beauty pros that we kind of want to start talking about you know, what our big takeaways for, and not our takeaways for us, but our takeaways for, for the community, us, you know, and what those takeaways are. So, so moving forward, we're going to have, we're going to have a little bit more um, purpose um, um, with that to, to share those conversations because, um, you know, as many, as, as we like to think that, you know, we're the most famous podcast in the world, as much as we like to think that there's a lot of people that haven't heard it. And, and we think that if, if, I mean, frankly, there's a lot of people at hair love who, who'd never heard our podcast. So we just think that we, we, we need to have a, a bigger voice, um, for us, not just, not just the podcast. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but, but those were kind of our, those were kind of our, our takeaways. Can I comment on that, Corey? I feel like seeing you and Tony as not the hair industry guys, as as just yourselves, like that's what I felt like, you know, again, in different moments of conversation, seeing you guys as artists, as people who understand the industry, as people who can connect to all these women in this group and, and recognize like the same challenges, like that is to me, like that, that was really special to kind of see you take off that hat and just be in the space of like, oh yeah, we get that. We struggled with this. This was really hard when we first started. This is, you know, even being independent artists, like sharing that, those pieces of of information with me in conversation was so valuable on top of sharing your struggles, starting a podcast and how that looked and how it's changed for both of you. Like that is the connection that I think people can really relate to regardless of where they're at in their journey, because we all have, we all have that starting point. Well, thank you for that, Lens. Miss Faye, man. I want to comment on you. <laughs> oh, shit. Go ahead. No. Well, I, by the way, Tony's going to be really mad that he's not in the room right now. He, he, he can hear it later because he's here with us in spirit. Um, I think it's beautiful to see like a full circle moment of you guys within yourself, right? Like I have never looked at you as just the hair industry boys ever. Like what you guys have accomplished is incredible, but I've always seen you as a voice, as an advocate, as a speaker, as a stylist. Right. And so to, to get some space from your life and for you to be able to embody that and step into that and play with that, I think is 
a giving you permission, but super inspiring to other people, right? Like where in their life are they just wearing the label of what they do instead of who they really are Mm -hmm. and how can they step into their purpose and let what you do be the, the vessel and the vehicle to express who you really are. And so I think that's super inspiring and I am proud of you and what you guys have created is amazing. And it'll change and evolve to be, you know, whatever works for you guys will work for your community. And it's just going to, I'm excited for your new expressions. And I think the thing I'm just going to say, this is like a friend and to anyone else who's listening, everything we do is just an expression of our purpose, right? One of my coaches right now, I'm like working on this TEDx talk and a book and a documentary, like really big expressions of self and of message, right. And of business. And we can get in our head about, you know, like, and I'll use the example of myself, like, well, if I don't do hair love retreat, who am I? Right. If I don't do the podcast or this, or, or if I don't do the hair, who am I? And that's when I talked about earlier, like me taking myself out of it and being like, okay, I'm Elizabeth Faye. And who is Elizabeth Faye kind of thing. Everything's just an expression. One of my coaches was like, don't get in your head about it. Like a book is just an expression of your message. And so I just say that to you as you are navigating your next expressions, they're all just expressions and you will be your next biggest version of self and whatever that expression is. And whether it's, you know, adding more or retiring one or whatever, it's just, we get to just not be so attached to the expression and be more attached to the purpose and then let that drive whatever the expression is, you know? You said it way more eloquently than I did. (laughs) Thank you. So dude, um, I don't even know if we need to talk about it, but like, uh, but, but what's next for a uh, hair love retreat? Like w- w- one, we, we know it's in Texas next year, but, but where is it going? And I don't necessarily mean within the next 12 months, but you know, where's hair love going? Where do you see it? Um, is it something that you're going to scale or, or you're not going to scale it or, you know, what's, w- what's next for hair love? That's a great question. I have been, really trying to feel in my body, like what, what that looks like. And I'm very much like, like if you were to ask me, what's my plan in five years? I'm like, I don't fucking know. If you were to ask me how I want to feel in five years, like I'll tell you. And like, I have to let that lead my life because if you knew me in the past, like I just would make myself sick with ambition and with hustle and all of this stuff. And it just, it's not my highest self to live my life like that. So this is where, what I feel at this moment in time. And I give full permission to myself to change my damn mind. But um, we will be in Dripping Springs, Texas next year. Um, as of this recording, I think there's 12 tickets left. So if you want one, I would get one. Um, in full transparency, the year after next year, we might take a year off. We might go every other year. We might do more of like a really unique community-based conference style every other year and rotate between the big retreat. Um, it's a lot of logistics for 12 months to plan and to turn around the next one and actually having a year and the every other year was really nice with COVID. So that's something our team's thinking about. So if you have your heart set on going, I would get your ass a ticket now. Um, but that is for the, for our big event. Um, I'm really, really loving the connection of my small retreats. Um, I get a lot out of those. My community gets a lot out of those. We have a healing experience called love retreat that we're about to do our third one on that. I am just so passionate about. I've really, 
I mean, I'm deep in my, the last few years I've been deep in training and study for, um, you know, life coaching and business energetics and healing with the breath and trauma release. Like I do a lot of heavy work with my entrepreneurs in that way. Um, and it is so transformative. So that we'll be doing love retreat. Um, I know the year after next year, we will be doing a lot more international. We're chilling it a little bit next year. We have one international healing experience, but just because of COVID, there's a lot of logistics. Um, but we have, um, and then I'm going to be continuing. This is actually exciting. So that's kind of what we're doing with retreats next year. We have four, we have a healing retreat. We have our high power Academy, which is for multifaceted business owners. Those are people like in Lindsay's role, the educator's role, the salon owner, like they're in a good place in their career and they're working on scaling and healing. And so that's um, that program hair love. And then I'm going to be doing a facilitator training the end of next year, hands-on um, working with people on their speaking. Um, it'll be more of a, a workshop retreat versus a retreat retreat. Cause we're going to be working on presentation speaking. Anyone can come. Um, you don't have to be even in the industry, to be honest, um, group speaking to one-on-one -on -one speaking, just really helping people with their messaging, all of those things. Um, I have worked very heavily on my art of that in the last five or six years, and I have a lot to share. So I'm excited to help that. Um, and then we have, um, we have a product we've been working on since COVID and I don't know when it's coming. It's a physical product. It will not be under the hair love brand, but it will be a sister company. It's more in the health space. Um, that will be maybe this year, maybe next year. So at some point I'm like not a rusher with things. It's gotta be right. Um, documentary out in January at ISSE is the premiere, uh, free digital event in May. So if you want to attend free and we'll open back up our scholarship. So a lot of times people are like, all your stuff's a big investment. The podcast is free. The digital event's free. The scholarship is free. Like there is so much value. Um, I think we will do in May a digital global premiere of the documentary in May. So you'll either see it in person at ISSC or you got to wait till May. Right. Um, my book comes out in fall at Hair Love Retreat that I've been writing. And the other thing that I have been working on um, are coaching programs. I run one called the Workshop in a Box, and it's getting a huge rebrand in December. After five years, it's going to be called Sacred Stylist, and it is bringing in business with um, right now we do a lot of mindset work. So kind of, um, you know, the limiting beliefs, the stories, how that plays out. And then we move into strategy. We're adding a third part, which is the body work. And so integrating that into your body. So it's literally mind, body, and soul in your business. I've never seen it done before. It's bringing like somatic breath work with rewiring the mind with business strategy. And it's going to be off the fucking hook is the only way I can say that. Um, and just a lot more, honestly, healing work and breath work and stuff is like a big passion of mine that I will be bringing more of in my coaching world. So that's what we got. And I see, um, the future having, I love the international. I love the coaching. Um, I do see myself continuing to help the high level entrepreneur a lot with education. Um, and I really want to grow our scholarship to help people a lot. And, I, I'm letting it kind of kind of give us like seriously a minute of what the scholarship is. Oh my God. It's so cool. So 
the scholarship, like everyone should enter. So you can nominate yourself or someone else. Um, we wanted to do it pre COVID and then we got a little busy. Um, but we launched it this last year. And so we did our rebrand hair love university, which was like a full circle moment. I knew we were more than our retreat, you know? And so we finally did a rebrand. We're like a university for people in the hair industry and every good university has a scholarship program, right? (laughs) So, um, it's an opportunity where brands can donate educators, you know, independent beauty pros could donate hair industry, Redkin, whoever wants to donate education, it has to be a high ticket value and it has to be high transformation um, because that's what we do. And so you can enter to win. And there's lots of categories. There's literally wellness and health. There's business. There's craft education. And then we have grants, which are specifically from our company. And we did a diversity grant um, where we gave six grants for me to be your coach. And then we did one. pivot grant, which was how you pivoted during 2020. And that person got to come to hair love retreat. I'm sure the pivot grant might have a little bit of a different meaning next year. Um, it might be like how you've overcome something. Um, yeah, that it's really cool. You should enter when it opens up. It is really cool. We, we gave a annual scholarship for IDP, so an annual membership, and it is a good way to, um, especially kind of coming out of, the pandemic, I think for a lot of people to gain access to um, different points of resource and value is is really huge and really beneficial. Yeah. And we know not everyone is resourced and we know that, you know, even if it's like emotionally resourced, mentally resourced, financially resourced, or you're just scared to take the leap. I want this to be a bridge to pull people up. Sometimes you just need a fucking hand up. You just need some Mm -hmm. damn help. And I, that's where the free digital events and all of, you know, we try to do as much as we can out of service. Um, obviously not everything can be free. That'd be so cool, but we can't, um, but we try to do as much as we can. And we call on our community to donate because we have so many good educators and coaches and, you know, all the people that can help. So it's a way we all get to give back to businesses who need it. Um, yeah, we all deserve a hand up. So it, 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 dude, I, I've got notes and no, we could talk, uh, we've already done an hour, you know, we, we, we blasted through an hour with in no time at all, but you know, uh, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to list this. We're not even going to talk about it, but, but, but a, a couple things that we didn't hit that I wanted to is, is how powerful it was that people that came that for people that, for the people that came alone uh, to Hair Love, I, that was very magical to kind of watch happen. Kind of watch how 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 they they bond they they bonded in the group, and it was it was a group of loners, but it was a group in a community. You know, I thought that that was really cool. Um, I, I wish we had time, but 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 just. There's only one person at the entire retreat that was more popular than Elizabeth Fay, and, and and that was uh, that was that was Papa Jeff, and, uh, and everybody <laughs> everybody uh, everybody fell in love with Elizabeth's dad, and and not only that, but Elizabeth's dad made space for everybody, um, which is which is really cool. Um, I know that we bonded really well with him. Him and Tony are like homies. I think I think those fuckers are going on vacation together. You know they uh, <laughs> they, they, they 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 were talking about taking trips and stuff, and just uh just you you certainly. Uh, Jeff in his own right is pretty magical and, and, and you kind of, you, you get to see it, uh, how it got passed down generationally. Um, <laughs> but, but, but certainly, uh, I think the highlight for me was, uh, was being asked to, uh, to judge the, uh, the lip sync, uh, contest. 
And the lip sync contest was legitimately the most fun thing I've done in years. It was absolutely wild, absolutely cool. The, 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 the women plus Derek that did it were absolutely spectacular. Um, those are just a couple notes. I've got a bunch of others, but you know, those are the three ones that we didn't get to that were in my notes, but, um, but, but, but were worth being mentioned. <laughs> so good. You're a wonderful judge. <laughs> Oh, it was boy. a lot of fun. It was definitely way outside of my comfort zone to participate, especially being that it was my first time at Hair Love. And I am so glad I did. It, it is, um, you're out there, you know, you're out there on a limb and it is really fun to see so much support for all of us getting dressed up and being silly. You know, it was just, it was just a lot of fun. It's fun to play. It's fun to play. Definitely, definitely fun to play. And that, you know, and then we got to play the next night at the, uh, at the, at the party. Oh yeah. We danced under the stars in Zion, in the rain with DJ lights, like everyone in rainbow colors, like you guys. Once again, again, the rain was like, it kind of made the magic, right? Like it's the things you can't plan. It was so magical. (laughs) It was, it was the in-between times again, you know, like, like, like at first when the rain was coming down, everybody was kind of like womp womp about it. And then like that lasted for once again, Elizabeth, people made space for the rain, you know, and then yeah. it just became like, it became Woodstock. You know? <laughs> it just became, it just became, people just went out and was like, in spite of the rain, we're going to have the time of our lives. And it was, it was the time so of fun. our lives. It, it was, was the time of our lives. My awful. son was very confused on what we do. He's like, this is your job. I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it's the greatest job in the world, Elizabeth, because whether you know it or not, um, those ripples are changing a lot of lives. And, and you certainly were the first one to dive in and create the first ripple. Mm, love you both. Very proud of our industry. I'm proud of you, too. I'm proud of the people listening because I know you guys have all been through a lot in the last couple years and we got this this is the greatest industry in the world the world fucking needs what you have you have to stay true to your purpose so you can stay in your service and have some damn fun yes Yes. amen uh, uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for co-hosting. And, um, um, what most people don't know is that it was actually kind of last minute. So thank you for, uh, for jumping in and, um, thank you once again for, uh, for, for helping me up the mountain of, uh, of today's podcast. Um, I appreciate you. Um, best of luck to you. Please, please keep in touch. And when you go and see Sophia, and when you go to see Missy, well, like Mitzi, we're right here, man. We're right here. Oh, in, you're, you're already on our list. You're, we're coming to your driveway. There, there's no, yeah, when we go to my driveway. driveway. And we'll come to your driveway too. <laughs> you can sleep inside of the house so you can get like a good oh, out. Thank you. <laughs> I'll give you a couch to sleep on. Awesome. I'll take it. That's awesome. Ladies, thank you guys very much. Thanks for hanging out with us. And um, thank you for, uh, for making this industry uh, a better place tomorrow. And uh, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.